Welcome to On The Line With. I'm your host, Handley. On The Line With is an arts podcast with a deep dive on mental health, substance abuse, and many social issues and causes at the forefront of our society. Join me every second Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern as I sit with various guests to discuss their art, personal stories, and inspiration from behind the microphone. You'll be on the line with me, Handley, every second Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Thank you. Welcome back to On The Line With Season 2, Episode 5. I'm here with Bobby Bugal, formerly known as Castro Crosby. We're going to get into it. I'm going to let him introduce himself. So go ahead, my dude, and introduce yourself. What up? What up, y'all? On The Line With, you know, Jordan. Shouts to your boy, Jordan. It's your boy, Bobby Bugal. Pittsburgh, Ottawa, everything in between. You know the vibes. It was best of both borders, wasn't it? It's still, it's still best of both borders. It's always going to be best of both borders. That's, that's not a... That's not a giveaway. That's, that's always that's just, Yeah, that's always the time. Triple B, you know. Triple B, that's, that's how uh, I remember you, bro. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, uh, let's start off. Uh, when did you start making music? Like, how old were you when you started making music? Um, yeah, so I started making music when I was about 17. About 16, 17. I started writing music. I wasn't really <laughs> never making music as a young and I used to play ball a lot and shit. But all my friends in high school in Pittsburgh, they were rappers. And, like, uh, I used to just go to the studio with them and kick it and shit. And then um, some of them end up, like, making music with, like, uh, Mac Miller and shit like that and all these people. That's what's up. And then uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Mac Miller. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, so I had a couple close friends that was, like, cool with them, that the most dope team and all them. And they would go to the studio, I'd just tag along, and then that's how I started making music, pretty much. All right. And since then, you just loved it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I always loved music. I never thought I was going to make it when I was, like, a kid. I never had dreams of making music. But by the time I got to, like, uh, you know, 10th grade, 11th grade, and we that's 2004, 2005, you know what I mean? That's, like, the, the middle of, like, you know, I like to think the golden age of, at least my golden age of hip-hop, you know what I mean, where you had, like, 50 cent G unit Jay Z. Yes, sir. That's, you know. that, that was the era for us, man. That was our, that was our era. You know, so. that's what we came out rapping like, and now everything's changed. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You come out on a boom bap beat, everybody's like, what's going on? Well, yeah, no, it's true. But, but I, think, I still fuck with the boom bap beats, yeah. man. Like, it's everything. Backpack rappers, all them, man. They still, you know, they're still lyrical. You know, they're still yeah. spit bars. I like that. Yeah, and it's coming back. I think it's coming back more. More in like a full circle, you know, what goes around comes around type vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely feel you on that. And uh, what was the first song you made? Do you remember the name of it? Uh, shit, that's a good question. Um, it was definitely a freestyle, it wasn't like a full song. Uh, it was like uh, it was a, like I freestyled over a young Jeezy beat, like Go Crazy or some shit like that. But uh, the first song I made was probably Skinny Nim Toothpick or Skinny and toothpick or you know however we said on the pod but skinny toothpick was probably my first like actual song song and that was when i moved by the time that occurred i was living in ottawa and shit and i was like not seven i was probably about 18. okay so it was like a year after i left pittsburgh and, and what made you leave pittsburgh uh school school my well my pops lives here so my mom lives in the states and my pops, oh, your lives. pops lives in ottawa yeah yeah he lives here he's been living here for I don't know, 17 years, 18 years. So I started visiting in high school and then 
I like I, he was like, yo, you know, if you want to move up here, you can. And uh, I, I had some opportunities for schooling out here and shit. So I took it and then the schooling didn't work out. So that's why I just started taking music a little more serious. Right. And uh, how did you link up with Mezzi? Yo, that's a good question. So uh, me and Mez, we um, OK, so I was on vacation. We still here. call him Mezzi, right? Yeah. DJ Mez, Mez, Mezzi, everything. Yeah, man. He's just the, know, the I don't want him to feel no disrespect like with me talking name because, you know, I always had love for you guys. So. Yeah. No, of course. DJ Mez. Nah, that's his nickname for sure. And um, I met Mez through um, New Money through this dude named Leo. And Leo was having shows at the time. And I was at the barber shop at Fades, and they needed someone to like. I miss Fades. Yeah, they they was doing some. They needed someone to uh, hype man some show for Papoose. Okay. At the time, remember, like, well, way back. This I is how I'm, I'm outdating myself. I'm outdating myself, but it's all right, man. Let's go back. It's all right. Yeah, but um, no. So then that was Mez was the DJ for that show, and then he wasn't. He was like, "Yo, while you um," he's like, "Next time you come back to Ottawa, holler at me," and then I came back. And I hollered at him, and then we kind of just was like, yo, you know, he was kind of the person who gave me the confidence to really start, you know, putting more music out or putting not just freestyles out, like actually trying to make songs and shit. And then, you know, the Castro Crosby, that's how it kind of birthed out, you know, Castro Crosby, Triple B, uh, Mercs, you know, shouts to Noah Mays, you know what I mean? And then that's how Shout I kind of... Shout out to Noah Mays for sure. Yeah. Definitely a great artist. Yeah. Love to have him on the show too. Yeah. And then that's how I got started. And then from there, we just kind of all, you know, took off. And, nah, I wouldn't even say take off, but musically, indie-wise in Ottawa, we made some good music for Canada and shit. Oh, most definitely, man. For I sure. mean, you were putting out hard music all the time. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, like, you always had something coming out. You know what I mean? You were very consistent. Like... Yeah. Like, even when you were working, I'm sure you were writing. Hell yeah. I you mean, because I remember you were you were in the Rito Center working at the, what was it? It was downstairs by the doors. Uh, Well, Foot Locker, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. yeah I that saw was you there that zone. time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You were, just, you were just freeing to yourself. <laughs> yeah, you no. know, like, I, like, and I saw that and I was like, yo, that's Castro. And I was with uh, Split City at the time. I remember when we were B&A? I had my homie with me. Yeah, of course. Him, he was like, damn, he's freeing to himself and he's in his footballer uniform. This guy means business. <laughs> that's sick. You know? Yeah. No, but I don't remember that time, but that's crazy. It was right? a long time ago, man. It's about oh, 10 yeah. years ago, bro. Yeah, no, but that's fire. Because like, I haven't man. seen you in about 10 years, man. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody in about, well, we all haven't seen anybody about two years. But no, like, you know, from that point of view, um, it was kind of, it's cool to, to even hear that because, uh, you know, I was definitely always grinding, you know what I mean? Like grinding fucking, I had crazy jobs, like especially even moving to Canada, like before I got my work permit and all that shit, I used to have like, you know, like we was all 19, 20, young, whatever is clever, right? So I've, I've done it all, man. Not just rap, not just had shows, not just tours, shit, damn near scrub toilets and wash floors and shit, you know what I mean? While we were making money to go to the sound studio. Like yeah. Oh no, no. I wish. Well, <laughs> did he do that too? Yeah. Oh, I think he was a janitor, janitor right? He always, oh, yeah. he always had a janitor theme. Yeah. Videos. No, I never. Yeah. No, I never actually knew he was a janitor, but I do have that similar vibe. I was never a janitor. I was like, worst thing I ever did was probably the um, the what you call it, like uh, low blows overnight 
Oh. I was an overnight crew at Low Blobs one time, a cleaner. And oh. the shit was like, you know, when you got to clean under the the um, the grocery stores yeah. and like all the things like that. So, yeah, no, a lot of humbling experiences, like, you know, so I, I love music because, you know, people love and you're just like, we're still a servant to the people in that nature when you're an artist. But like, I like the artists that better because you're, you're not like, you know, like you I said, scrubbing, you. To- <laughs> scrubbing toilets and washing floors and shit. Yeah, so I gotta ask, what happened to Castro Crosby? What was the name change about? Man, you know, I I just I buried Castro Crosby for a bit. You know what I mean? Nah, nothing. It wasn't really like a it wasn't like a plan name change. It was more like a chapter name change. You know, like a different, just a different momentum. Because at the time I was was, was it because the music was changing? Yeah, I want to say a little bit of that. And um, I wasn't making as much music as I, I once was. You know how you said I was always staying real consistent? So yeah. I, I guess around like 28, 29, like I still had a lot of music recorded. I just, I wasn't feeling the way it was coming out. You know what I mean? So I, I, I took like maybe six to eight months off and then, you know, made my alter ego or not really alter ego, but I tried to treat it like it was like a superhero type yeah, shit. You know what I mean? I know. So, Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. No, no. So Castro Crosby's definitely our our first. That was like my first chapter in music, and then the Bobby Brugal was just it's still music, and that it's just like um, a different vibe. A different vibe, exactly. Like, yeah, I don't and know. It's who, still dope. I still fuck with it. Like so, I said, I yeah. heard that Dip Black track and that Bobby Brugal track. Thank that was you. a nice one. Yeah, me and Dip got a couple, man. Like he he reached Shout out. out to Dip Black, man. He's a good dude. I, I I gotta get in touch with him more. I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah. I could get I should get him on the show. I'm sure he has a lot to talk about after all these years of making music. Hell yeah, man! And he's been on the stride, man. I think that's the coolest part about uh, Dip. You know, he's been making music for a while, but I feel like he's been honing his uh his skills and his craft over the last few years a lot. You know what I mean? So, you know, when he reached out to me to do the song. I was like, yo, definitely, like, let, oh, shit, sorry, y'all, there's a big-ass bee over here, we're doing this outside. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, shit. It really just hit me. Just a note, we're outside, so if you hear any sirens and shit, that's why. Yeah, some different vibes, you know, some some rooftop shit, this is vibey. This is a great uh, location, by the way, bro. Yeah, cheers. Cheers again. So, oh, back to Dip. So, Dip, um, he reached out to me maybe about a year and a half, two years ago. He had some joints with Quest, and I was working. I was doing some shit with Quest, like my little album. So Dip was like, "Yo, I had this joint for you called um, Knocking," and I was like, "Oh, word! All right, crazy. Send it through." And I wasn't even doing features with people at the time. And then Dip, that was like the first feature, one of the first features I got back to doing. And it was crazy because it was I automatically wanted to do it just because it was like so unique. You know, everybody's sounding the same right now. A lot of shit's trapped. This that. And I like trapping shit too, but I just wanted to be different. Yeah. I just wanted to have a different vibe. And he he was hitting pockets and just killing it. And I was like, yo, let me let me jump on that. I jumped on that. He sent me, a, I sent him a song. Then he sent me another song. Now we got like three or four records. So shouts to bro. Mm-hmm. Y'all should do an EP. Yeah, man, for sure. I think we will. I mean, we definitely got almost enough to, we at least got half one right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I mean, three or four tracks. Yeah, and right. You just need a couple more. <laughs> exactly. Good. But, um. Yeah, I'm open to that. So I know. mean, I have Quest coming on the show as well, man. He he does a lot with everybody in the city, man. It's crazy. He works like crazy. Yeah, man. He's a great producer. Uh, not just producer, but photographer, director. 
Like he's a he's a one man band, you know. He's like a he's a connector. He's a hub. Yeah. You know, he's a, or an outlet. That's what I was looking for. He's an outlet. You know what I mean? He's really dope at what he does. So I never met Quest before. Let's say about a year and a half ago of hearing his name for like how many years? Maybe ten years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just like, just met him about yeah, a year and a half ago. Yeah, like right after uh, we got out of the house for quarantine. He's kind of we actually he's kind of introverted even without COVID being around. He's for sure. And he's always working. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know you know how it's hard to find engineers out and about. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, man. But um, yeah, no, like we almost damn near finished that album. Like we almost finished an album online together, like or through FaceTime or whatever. And by the time we start shooting the videos, we were outside because, like I said, it was during the quarantine and the corona. So by the time we finished the album and our first video was like the first time we actually met in yeah. person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the whole time you were just seeing them on FaceTime. Yeah, like, it was like, yo, like, fix this, do this, do this. Like, And then when we went to go start shooting the videos and photo shoots for the album, it mm. was cool. But by then, like we were talking for like a year, year and a half. So. I felt like I knew, I knew him already, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you have an album with Quest? Yeah, yeah, we got an album. So, my last drop, my last drop was in January, the beginning of this year, like January 1st. So, boom, straight out the gate. Uh, it's called Next World. So, that was the video that I got with Duke Dip Black. Where one of the videos called Juice the Game. Album did pretty good, low key, man. It got like I think it's at like 100,000 to about 120,000 streams. You there you know. go, man. Yeah, so like even when the music isn't the main like main focus, we're still like putting up numbers and and you know it's always a blessing and pleasure to have people listening to your music because yeah you know whether it's five people or five thousand you know what I mean like it's 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 a vibe. I always say numbers don't matter, but like when it comes down to like making music and shit, the numbers do matter. Like yeah, <laughs> it depends like on the podcast and stuff. Like numbers yeah. to me don't matter yeah. because like if it's one person listening and it helps them or something or inspires them and like i did my job you know what i mean facts but music wise like i haven't made music in fucking like 10 years like yeah so, like every time i hear a beat or something i'm trying to write to it and i can't because i'm like fuck how the fuck do i write i forget <laughs> like you know like i can't think nah. of anything clever like i used to well I mean, back in the day when we did that lord knows track that yeah. lord knows track got a lot of love people were like that shit was crazy because like you know yeah. you said like i don't usually do instrumentals but we're gonna do this one because it was hot of like, course you know and i sent it quick i did it in a day and i'm like yo here take it just do what you do you did it it was fucking dope even unmixed i mean i dropped it on an unreleased uh material mixtape and uh it's got a lot numbers. of love. I mean, it's it's the number one track on the mixtape. So that's like, love. Yeah, no, you know that's I mean? love. And it's not even mixed, so people are listening to it in their car <laughs> and they're wondering like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes like those freestyle shit. records is good, man. Like unmixed or mixed, it's like shit. I listen to a whole bunch of unmixed music from like '05, and you know, it's just a it's just a vibe. It was a time. It was a. It's like. Music's like a memory bank, you know, or like a it's a good capsule, you know what I mean? Like for memory, like, oh man, that favorite song was at this time. Or even when you say Lord knows, like I takes me right back to remembering hearing Drake and Ross do it and me and you wanting to do it because of them. That beat that track you was know? hot when it Oh, came exactly. So I still listen to it. If of course, me too. You know what I mean? So Yeah, music's been a it's been a good outlet to like 
you know, kind of what we're on this podcast for. Like, it's like therapy and shit, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like therapeutic when you get in a booth and get to, to get loud and scream and rap. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. And uh, so, like you said, the Bobby Bugal ch- name change wasn't, like, just a like get rid of Castro it's no. just another chapter it's just yeah. you know what I mean yeah it's kind of like a you same think you thing would come, you think you could come back as Castro yeah of course I mean of course hell yeah like and it would be and it'd be refreshing too because now it's like you can I, I guess I can decipher with uh both artists you know like I could probably have a little bit more fun and talk more reckless shit again if I go back under my Castro Crosby shit you know what I mean but as the Bobby Brugal, it's like, it's more growth, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, I was over, I, tra- I traveled more. I wasn't just sitting in Ottawa. I got a business now. I'm doing different things. Hosting too, like just, you know, like we podcast too. We got hosts. We're not just always rapping no more, you know? You guys interview people on your podcast? No, no, we don't interview people. We uh, we just talk shit. Just me and my you co-host. Just, you just shoot the shit? Yeah, we literally just shoot the shit, have a good time, play play oldies, play old school tunes. It's really not even like hip hop bass, really just kind of like. This is the same thing. Everything. This is supposed to be an arts and mental health podcast, but every person that's come on has been a rapper. That's a good start. You know, like <laughs> everybody's mean... <laughs> a rapper. I have people telling me, they're like, yo, you said it's an arts podcast. Where's the painters? Where's the novelists? I'm like, don't worry, I'm working it's coming. on it. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. I got to network with people first. Of course. That's and... why I'm reaching out to you, like, the other podcasts that mm-hmm. do interviews so that way I could like talk about Holla, my bro. own, you know what I mean? Of course. And I don't mind collaborating either. If they want to do something like that mm. I'll, I'll I'm down to like collab with anybody, you know what I mean? I have yeah. I have no I'm cool I'm cool, calm and collected, you know what I mean? I understand. I what have you're my saying. agoraphobia, I have my problems outside, but like if I'm if I'm just chilling, if it's like just two or three people, it's all right. But when it's a crowd, I'm just like anxious you know what i mean yeah i understand i mean and it's cool you use explaining that to me earlier you know yeah I mean? and, and um, speaking of music uh what track do you want to play for the intermission Ooh, uh good question um uh well i'll play i'll play one from the uh i'll play one from the first album i dropped and then i'll play one from the quest album so so, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Fell to Plan is the first one that I dropped as Bobby Bugal. Or, you know what I mean? The track it's called that? No, no, it's an album. It's an album. But there's the track will be called Last Forever. So, Bobby Bugal, Last Forever. And then, I don't know. I think of the second one, I guess, with Quest. You know what I mean? Or we'll right. play me and so me you wanna, Black. You, you want to introduce that track, the, uh, the intermission one? Hell yeah. It's uh, Bobby Bugal. Last Forever, it's off the album Fail to Plan, Plan to Fail, which dropped uh, last July. It's been doing numbers, too. You feel me? All right. And we'll be right back after we listen to that. I always heard nothing last forever. But when you spit like this, how can they forget, huh? Play this shit for a century. Feel like forever, go off, crash the infinity. Statues of limitation. Pops hustled at 17. That's why I'm sitting here making sure they remember me. It's Brugal, baby, my bro, Rico do Hennessy. 
unveiled the plan, shit soulful like Tennessee Remember they called me slim, hoping that queen would let me see Boy, I've been waving, like the Navy Seas Army guns come out, and we tell them freeze Now they scream please, on they knees Money stuffed in my dungarees I'm a murder hornet nigga, use a bumblebee Why would a rapper ever try to come for me? What lovely lady wouldn't wanna love on me? I got my wife, bitch, and we live comfortably No looter, but I DTP I'm in this shit, get ugly like Climax Street If you ain't from Pittsburgh, you gon' miss that piece Man, I miss the bird, cause I miss my niece Wish I could run to mom's house just to rub her feet Just to give her sweets When you niggas do songs, I just kiss my teeth They bout to pedestal me, let me lift my seats And I got all things hip Cause I lift those beats, yeah They say make it last forever Sometimes you gotta go through the baddest weather Everybody love the sunshine But will when you stay when it's dark I'm just coming from the heart Yeah I'm just coming from the heart This rap shit I got good in bad days I remember meeting Mac Miller backstage One time almost got jumped for my man's chain They didn't get it, they got got in a fast way But anyway I'm grown now, I miss the old days Riding in that old thing, bumping on the OJs Niggas backstabbers, try to take your place This is art that we do, dog it's not a race In hip hop worldwide now, just not a race A lot of y'all got songs but they just a waste Don't worry when I get rich, raps will change the pace Like Rolly got Chloe work, head to adjust the face You love the fakes, I'm real like Kevin Gates Treat you like Martin when I kick you up out my place <laughs> Amazing grace, eat your food, never save a plate She had a fatty but she shaving weight I'm stacking money and I'm saving cake I get dark on these demo tapes Overdose on my own shit like I'm Drake Signing contracts over dinner dates <laughs> That's my type of signing day Fam told me crime pays, but they lied Cause you gotta have your hustle moving nine ways Shoulda never let them join the gang like Nine Trey Now he understanding, talking like it's dime day Damn, they say make it last forever Sometimes you gotta go through the baddest weather Everybody love the sunshine But will when you stay when it's dark I'm just coming from the heart Share some stuff that I know is more for me than it is for the universal you. It might hurt, it might hinder, you might like to work less. That's really not the point. It's what I needed to do in order to make it. Actually, that's not even quite accurate. It's like what I needed to do to understand it after I made it. So, I'm gonna take you through. All right, we're back, back with Bobby Brugal, still on live with Instagram. What's going on, Instagram? You. Anybody watching? I'm not sure. There was a couple people who said. Yeah. But I can't read from what they're saying. It's yeah, it's far. It's a little far. But we see y'all tuned in. Yeah, we see y'all. Uh, yeah, so what were we going to So, yeah, that track. You want to tell me a little bit about that track we just listened to? Yeah, yeah. So, Last Forever, it's um, it was uh, it's produced by All Things Hip. So, that's my, this is another homie that I got. He's from uh, an Ottawa producer. He works with uh, 
Vico a lot, training season, Nelson Down. Those are a couple like a little, you know, indie oh, I haven't heard that name in fucking forever, Nelson Down. Oh, yeah. Nelson hasn't really been putting out a lot of new music, but he's like, he'll pop up on features. Like, I got a feature from him last year that was really crazy. And he and it's really cool because he's still Nelson Down, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's really cool to uh, even have him on a record because he's like, he was Remember real, Deuce Deuce? Of course, Man. that's why you know, more than I remember, he's like Ottawa has a lot of legendary uh, history that um, people don't know. Exactly, you know, you know what I mean. So it's a quiet city, so they think you know they think it's nothing going on. The government, yeah, government town. That's what they always call us. But even him, like, so you know, he's a good friend of mine now, and we got a couple. We get a chance to do some records. We're actually supposed to do an EP. And it's dope. We got like we already have like four or five records recorded from it, but it's going to be you know he just had a newborn last year, so congrats to him. And, congrats uh, to Nelson Down on the newborn. And he's uh he's you know he's work he's working on that right now, so he's on his daddy daycare vibe. You know? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what do you have in store for us, like in the next uh, like? Let's say six months. Six months. Six month plan. Um, keep killing shit, you know. Make sure my mental health is straight, you know what I mean? Trying to make sure. We'll I'll, talk about that in a bit. Okay. All right. Well, with these days, you know how it is. But um, really just focusing on clothing and music. Same thing. Just working on my personal brand. like. Yeah, shout out to his clothing brand. Yeah, you know, past life. Past you know, life, you know. Bang, bang, past life gang respect. to the next life. I appreciate it. Oh, you already know. You know, another sponsor, respect. Got to get it. Got to get you dripped out. Got to get the people in the city dripped out first, you know what I mean? I feel um, you. I, I appreciate the gift. Yeah. But um, so definitely going to be working on a lot of fall projects for this, the company. Hopefully I could get like a storefront. You know, I'm trying to start paying rent somewhere and have like a little not a studio but like a hub you know a hub the creative hub to kind of create out of something like uh where the 4g audio boys are doing their thing out of like bully zone spot shout yeah. out to bully zone he got a dope studio yeah shout um, out to bully zone i've been there a few times yeah done a, few, a few things i interviewed bully zone he's the season finale he's a boss you know he's he's a uh, he's a very he's a very dope cat in the nature of owning and shit too so he's like they call him Big boss leader, mm -hmm. you know, and they, like stay plotting them. They just signed some dope artists, yeah. like uh, that, like dude, Dirty Laundry and uh, Bully Zone did that track. If you're real, I don't know if you saw the video for that, but it's dope. I heard it. I haven't seen the video yet. The video's dope. And then also like people like City Fidelia. So I'm trying to get yeah. something like uh, where I could, you know, have a little storefront maybe for the store, and then you know nothing big, just something small where people can come in and buy clothes and it's not like in my goddamn house anymore you know what i mean yeah but um probably drop another album by the end of this year i was working on something for my uncle uh i had an uncle who he passed away a long time ago yeah he, my grandma just passed away actually yeah he's but he was a very dear uh, condolences condolences Respect. but he was a very uh dear uncle to me and i always wanted to make a project about um uncles i don't, you know how uncles like i feel like uncles don't get enough love uncles are cool as shit right yeah. so i'm naming this project uh uncle snooky's laundry mat because my uncle he had a laundry mat he was real tight he was like an old player from pittsburgh and he used to smoke cigarettes and talk shit 
wear like this old cool jitney hat and shit you know what i mean so i'm uh doing an album kind of inspired by like things that uh songs and ideas from him so i'm trying to get that out and there's gonna be a whole bit uh clothing there's gonna be a lot of shit around it like clothing i'd love to do a vinyl press i've never done vinyls yeah for music so maybe this might be the first time we're actually can get something. If you do a vinyl, I'll definitely top one. Yeah, like do you I, like you like vinyls? I love vinyl, Fuck, man. Word. Just, just to have, just to word. put on, even just to put on my wall of yeah. my, my wall of dope. I call it my wall of dope. That's sick. You know, I'm gonna wear this, but I'm gonna when I'm not wearing it, it'll Throw be it on, the wall, on the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's sick because that's why I feel like vinyl's important. You know and, what I mean? Like that's the thing about podcasts and stuff. Like if they have merchandise and you and you talk to them, you network or whatever, they always they always want you to rock their shit. So Hell they're yeah. not gonna say no, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like at first I misunderstood the conversation we were having. So I was like, damn, I don't have that kind of money on me tonight. Nah. <laughs> so I was like, shit. But like now that I have it. I know that yeah. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna have my brother wanting one. Of them. Yeah, and that's you know it's like, all about support, man. I don't, and and I don't mind supporting your movement. You know what I mean? I mean, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like you said, me and you, we've been rocking just from like back in the day. You know, when we was younger in the music scene. It's been a decade, man. We known each other ten years. Yeah, and I that's, mean, we that's stopped dope. talking for a while. I kind of ghosted on the on, on yeah. Ottawa. But yeah, but it wasn't. I came for back no... looking for Castro Prosby. I'm like, yo, where the fuck is Castro? And then they changed his whole name left. and. I thought you moved back. Oh, I thought nah. you moved back to Pittsburgh. So I'm like, shit. Yeah. So I'm looking around. I'm looking at DJ Mez. And I'm still like, like, yo, where the fuck's Castro? <laughs> and then I'm like, who the fuck is Bobby Brugal? <laughs> and I open it. And I'm like, it says That's formerly Castro. known as Castro Carthy. I'm like, this motherfucker just fucked He just the did the one-two up. <laughs> this motherfucker was hiding like me. Nah, man. Not even, man. But, yo, it's funny that you said that. It was just, like I said, trying to revitalize ourselves and, like, give different energy you know uh i feel like mf doom r.i.p mf doom you know doom used to be a good reason like he had like he used to drop music under so many different names yeah and i always thought that was so crazy and shit like i was like damn even like bring it back to mac miller you know mac miller they call him larry fisherman yeah <laughs> you know what I, mean? I liked his music as larry fisherman yeah so you know like he was different you know, it was like, way different, right? Like you have an alter ego is basically what you're doing. You know what I mean? Trying to. Because if you come in as Castro Crosby, I know the type of flow, and I know what you're gonna talk about. Not, not know what you're gonna talk about, but yeah, I have an idea. I of know, course. I know Castro from back in the day. You know what I so, mean? So, and that's what I was saying. It's, it's really like chicken the internet, man. Like, let's say, all right, we already had a, a cool career as a. Uh, is Castro, right? Can we do it again? That was another thing to me, right? It was like, hmm, I wonder if I can build uh, another, you know what I mean? It's like building another castle, you know what I mean? Or yeah, like, you got to build up a whole new person. It right? was like that. It was literally like starting, starting from the from ground scratch, out. Yeah. yeah, and it was cool because people were liking Bobby Brugal without knowing is Castro Crosby. And I'm still getting, I'm getting younger fans. I'm getting new fans. I'm getting fans that work. I'm, I had people one time, this guy was like, man, you remind me of Castro Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't even put it together, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was like, that's when I knew, I was like, all right, that's cold as fuck. Like, that's cool because that's exactly what I was trying to yeah, do. Yeah, it's at working. Least. Yeah, at least, you know, rebranding. And it wasn't for no purpose. It was just because we're always trying to, like, hustle differently, you know what I mean? Just yeah. um, create. 
and uh, let's talk about your brand for a minute. All right, so like I said, and I told the listeners, we haven't spoken in almost 10 years. Yep. But when I came back, I saw that you had the uh, brand already that you were working on. Yes. What is Past Life? Word. So Past Life is a street streetwear luxury brand created in Ottawa, Ontario, Ontario, whichever way you know. My accent still accents. It, uh, it started in 2019 and like, um, you know, it was like my brainchild. It's like I always wanted to have like a clothing line. Um, but me, I'm a firm believer of like mastering one thing, you know what I mean? Or like not trying to wear too many hats at one time. It's like as an artist, that was the cool part about being an artist. Yeah. It's like, yo, I want to rap. I want to be a rapper's rapper. You know, I wanted everybody to know me as a musician or at least just a manager. Or like, you know what I mean? Like you said, from shoes and shit like that. So it's like I was a manager and then I was an artist. Cool. I, I got those under my belt and I really learned the game in those. So after that, 2019, I made Past Life and Past Life is a brand. It just means, you know, it really just means representing living your best life, you know, because, you know, we're told we only get one of these things. You know what I mean? But you believe you had a past life? I, I, for some reason, I feel like I've been here before. You know what I mean? Real talk, bro. I have that feeling too. I've always had that feeling. You know, you know what I mean? I feel like there's another me somewhere. Yeah. That that's better off. Or you who? Know what I mean? Who knows? It could have been a fucking tree could in the been. past life, or you know what I mean? There's different. There's different. Are you? Are you, Do you believe in Buddhism, or is it? I've read into it. Yeah. I've read into it. I I can't say. Uh, I believe in it. Like you know, I haven't read enough to say I believe in it or don't believe in it. But I, I, I definitely read into the energy of it, and I, yeah, I believe in the energy. Firm believer in the energy, and and like, have you ever seen some kids like, or have you ever talked to like a five year old, six year old, and just been like, man, you're wise beyond your years, or like, yeah, Yo, like man. have I ever like, I feel like you, you know, I got a couple of young family members, niece and nephews that just when I talk to me, they sound like they're seventy six. You know what I mean? So past life is just about living your best life while we're here and looking fresh while in the process and i'm trying to make good quality clothing you know it's canadian brand it starts in canada it's definitely good quality i have it on you know what i mean Thank like you. the wind's blowing yeah i'm not, I'm not cool I'm yeah. not, you know it's, <laughs> it's a nice sweater you know what i mean and it, i appreciate it again like i appreciate the gift my dude you already know and yeah so it's like i think with music it's like we touch people with music with clothes you can touch people in a different way you know what i'm saying like it's tangible it's a gift. You can, you know, you wear it. You have it for longer. Just like you have an album for 10 years, you can have a shirt for 10 years. You know what I mean? Exactly. And um, that part is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I have shirts from years ago that I still love. That, like, today uh, I almost rocked an old Crooks and Castles fucking cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Crooks is fire. They're, but their quality. They're changing, though. Yeah. I'm sure they have by now. But yeah. their quality early on, they were hitting a mark on a lot of, like, streetwear things you know 10 deep crooks lrg yeah i was on plunder all the time buying the shit but it was <laughs> so cheap yeah you know it was all the stuff that was like overstock or was a lot like a brand from like the year ago or whatever but i didn't care i was like fuck it like if it's ten dollars why am i not gonna buy this you know what i mean yeah of course no so yeah so i mean you know that's what it was and, and i think fashion and music everything just kind of balls up together you know what i mean us as rappers and artists we've been buying clothes since buying clothes like you just said so 
I feel Look like... at that. He's still calling me a rapper. I'm so appreciative. Yeah, you guys are going to be an artist. Good plan. You guys going to be an artist. I'm, to me. I'm still writing. I still write, bro. Yeah, and you know? then you should be writing for someone else right now. You could get a bag writing for somebody. You know what I mean? It ain't always got to be you putting out the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been I've been trying to focus on finding okay. some artists to, you know, get them bars too. Well, like, Dude that I told you I've been chilling with that we both know. Of course. That's all I'm doing. I'm trying to get him to like, yeah. and get then him to like yo, listen. Tell him like, to hit the bag more, exactly. You know? And then I'm once I'll help you out. And then when you blow up, just get me a Benz, you know? You know just, just get me, me a, a just give me a bag. That's yeah, all I want, you know bro. what I mean? Yeah, won't ask for too let much. Me, let me get out of this fucking hellhole that I'm in, <laughs> bro. Just give me a bag. Yeah, man. But no, like uh you were talking about wanting to get a storefront. How's that going for you? Um, yo, like, you know, I, I quit. So I've been working all my life, you know, even while being an artist, I always had a job while, you know, hustling here and there, but like always was a working man. You know what I mean? So I just quit my job, uh, in December. So it's been about six or seven months where I've just been on my own working, working, you know what I mean? Like just the company and my own, you know, hustling. So, um, it's been it's been tough, you know. It's been real life. It's been it's been a grind. It's been up. I got money one day. I'm broke the next day. You know what I mean? Definitely feel you, bro. <laughs> Trust me. But uh, but knowing that a lot of people are out and about wearing my clothing and like they like it more than like you could go buy a Nike shirt, but you you spending money with the family and you spending money on you know small business or local business, and that's how small businesses become you know big businesses. You know. This is a dream from the jump. And now that people are supporting it, you know, I probably had over a hundred more than more than a hundred sales, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Since since uh February. So it made it real. Like the people are making it real and my friends and family and the support. So I think it's gonna work out. But if y'all see me go get a job or do something, you know what I mean? Don't fucking hate, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you see me Bro, have see to go you. get a normal gig again. That just means I gotta go save an extra ten bands to get this shit moving. But I think like the the clothing line is gonna work itself out eventually. It seems like it is because I see like people on Instagram rocking it. Yeah, you know, I check all the page. I check the past like pages. Yeah, I check the people modeling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I said, we'll get some together tonight. We'll put them. I'll have them on the. Uh, I'll put them on the uh, YouTube video of the podcast. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, what you have anything else you want to talk about on your on, about your clothing line? Clothing line? No, oh, no, just uh, you know, past life. So the past life, P V S T L I F E dot C A. That's the website. The V is upside or the the A is upside down. So a lot of people always see that. They're like, "What's that mean?" We just wanted to play with your eyes, you know, with logos. You know how logos are. Yeah. We just wanted to play with the eyes. When you read something and there's X's in it, you still can read it out, right? So yeah. it's just like that. But, no, nah, man, you know, Ottawa's the the home. Yow. Yow forever. Y-O-W. And then we, And then we just keep it. Uh, We're just going to keep growing. So, thank you know what I mean? Thank you for even letting me talk about my joint on this part. Okay? No, of course, man. You know, I got you for life. But, uh. Let's talk a little mental health. Yeah, let's get to it. How was it for you during COVID and staying inside? I mean, let's talk about your mental health. Do you have anything like uh, like 
a story, anything you, you want to discuss, because a lot of the artists that come on, they end up telling a story, and people are surprised that they told that story. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. You don't have every artist coming on a podcast and, like, just telling people, like, yo, this is what's wrong, this is what's wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Okay, yeah, story. So stories about mental health. I mean, that's one thing I want to shout you out, too. Like, you know what I mean? I know you're going through what you're going through. And it's to, to still be, you know, uh, willing to be a servant of the people and, and give your story and then give a platform for other people to tell their story. You know, kudos to you for that. You know what I mean? That's why I wanted to come and, and do this with you. You know what I mean? Because I think this is important. Well, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? So, um, so to be honest, like through COVID, I think, all right, so for me, mental health is a funny thing for me because I always, I'm from Pittsburgh, man. I'm from the south side of Pittsburgh. I grew up you know, in the hood, like every, like everybody South did. South side of Pittsburgh is the hood. Yeah, like everybody, I mean, some people grew up in different hoods, you know, my, my, my pops grew up in Jamaica, you know, some people grew up in Vanier, you know what I mean, some people grew up in Richie, Ramsey, like everybody got a story, so my hood's not better, different than anybody else's, but, you know, growing up, you get to see a lot of things in Pittsburgh, you know, as a young man, you know, young black male from being from the States, and you know, like uh, nowadays, you know, from the last year of like what happened with, uh, you know, George Floyd and Trayvon and, and, and all, Eric Gardner and a lot of situations like that. It was it was it was cool to see the world um, fight back, fight back on things like that, because Cause what, those social causes and issues are yeah, important, man. And like, yeah. I hate to say it as a white man, but like a lot of us don't understand it. You know what I mean? We well, see it. We join in the protests, yeah. you know, but a lot of these dudes want to be seen. You know what I yeah. mean? They're the ones that are trashing shit, causing mm. the ruckus, you know, or yeah. ruckus. And I mean, I, I got so many homies. I got like, I got all my homies, like black homies, white homies. I'm just saying, like you said, they don't know exactly what maybe it been. Because when I see those stories, it sucks for me because uh, I'm just like, man, I've had guns pulled out on me all types of times. But one time, you know, like, all right, for example, I one time I looked around the room with my friends and I was like, yo, has a cop ever pulled a gun out on you? And they was like, no. Like, I was in a, I was a room in Canada and it was like one white dude, one Indian dude, maybe an Asian dude. It was like, it was all, you know, how Canada's it's a little mixed races everywhere. So I was we're just like, very we're, we're very diverse we're, in Canada. We're so diverse, you know what I'm saying? We're very so, welcoming. We love everybody, yeah. man. And we apologize too much. <laughs> so this is when I knew it wasn't uh, just, uh, it was a U.S. thing. I was like, yo, has anybody ever pulled a gun out on you? Like, you know what I mean? He was like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Ask the next person. He was like, nah, i never been pulled a gun out. He's like, a cop ever pulled a gun on you? Nah. A cop ever pulled a gun on you? Nah. And I'm... And me, I'm like, I've been pulled at least three to four times in my life. Is you know, I'm in my 30s now, but I've had fucking cop pull this shit out of me about four times. And then I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, damn, that's crazy because I'm, I'm not a criminal. You know what I mean? No, I'm an artist. Like, I'm, you're a very, you're a very humble dude. You're, yeah. a very, you're a very laid back dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I looked at it from that perspective, I was like, damn, you know. Maybe I didn't even think of it from a mental health point of view, but that's anxiety. You know, that's that's trauma. That's that is trauma. That's man. that's when I that's that why I don't need someone to have PTSD, even yeah. if it's just pulling it out. Four but that's times, why I don't fuck with cops, though. Four <laughs> times is a lot, man. But that's why we don't fuck with cops. Like when I see cops, like I don't fuck with police. You know what I mean? And it's not I know police officers who are cool as shit, but like 
just the way, you know, how we act and shit like that when we get into it because of, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like I said, other than that, like, I'm, I don't have any crazy, you know, I don't, I'm not going to think of any deeper stories than that because, you know, I, I like to keep it, try to keep it light. But just things like that. And then during Corona, you know, being in the house a lot, you know, I really felt for my people that was in uh, jail. You know what I mean? Like, I felt for people that I knew that were locked up for, like, X amount of years. You know what I mean? So I felt for a lot of people that I knew because we were locked only up for, like, three, four months. And, like, I was pulling out my hair every day. Just, you know, me and my fiance, we, you know, shit, we, like, we was fiance. going through it. Yeah, yeah, I got married. I got engaged last year, gang shit. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Shouts to Hefe. You know what I mean? But, um. She's the one you do the podcast with? Nah, nah. I would never be able to do it. <laughs> We'd be beating each other up every night. <laughs> you gotta keep your your workout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, shouts to Kim though. News podcast. Shouts to Kim. Hefe is my. She's my uh, my everything. You know what I mean. She keeps. She's the one who does help me stay sane in these times. You know what I mean. But during Corona, it was but but hard for everyone. So I'm happy that we're a little bit back to some normalcy. But yeah. um yeah. Sorry, you know, sorry for ranting or whatnot. No, man, that's what that's what the show's about. You know what I mean? Like, I'm big it's on my that. podcast, but as a guest, it's it's your show. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. That's thank how you. I see it. Well, thank you, because these are good topics. You know what I mean? These are dope topics. Yeah, and I appreciate you talking a little bit about the mental health. I know not everybody wants to get into it as deep as some as other people, and that's cool. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna force it out of people. Of course, there's no reason to do that. If they want to talk about it, they'll talk about it. You know what I mean? Well, how about you? Like, let me just swing it back to you for the uh, for the Corona. Like you were saying, same question you asked me. Like, I know you know where are you at with it right now. Me, I'm fully vaccinated, so. I'm feeling all right. I mean, after I got the second dose, I felt like shit. The, se- the next day, I had, like, like just all the symptoms they were talking about. So mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, why'd I do this? Mm-hmm. But the next day after that, I felt all right. Mm-hmm. But during, like, the, the, like, the hardship part of it, like, the beginning of it, like, I already stay indoors enough, you know what I mean? Okay. So, like, if I get a chance to go outside and I'm with my pops or something, I only go with them because, like, when I'm with my pops, I feel all right, you know what I mean? I'm not stressing outside if there's a crowd because I know, like, he knows when I'm having, like, a problem or something. Mm -hmm. So, it was hard at the beginning because, like, they were like, stay inside, don't go outside unless you need stuff. Facts. So, I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm, I'm going to go out, like, once a week, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, I ended up just putting on a mask all the time and just saying, fuck it, and just walking around my neighborhood or whatever. Word. Trying to get this agoraphobia under control, but, man, it's hard as fuck. It's not, ain't no game. Like, they were, like, when I heard about it, I used to think, like, oh, how bad can that be? You know what I mean? Like, you really going to go outside, you have that bad of a problem when you're outside? Man, agoraphobia is no game, man. You go outside and, like, if you go to Blues Fest or something, you're going to be tripping out mm. because there's too many people. I understand. You know what I mean? And I'm bipolar. I got diagnosed bipolar. So my listeners know that. I, I spoke about it on the first episode. Like, I'm honest with my listeners. I'd rather be honest and lie about everything. Mm-hmm. And they know that I have a substance abuse problem. So, like, you know, like, during the fucking 
hard part of the coronavirus, I was doing fucking mad Xanax, and it was, it was fucking with me, it was just, uh, tearing up my family, because I was fucking in the house, because I couldn't, I wasn't outside doing it, you know what I mean, I was inside just popping pills, and just, fucking and you know, Xanax, man, you take a few, and dudes nodding off, like, like a madman, you know what I mean, and mm. that was me, so like, my dad would fucking be tripping out. Not on blame him, you know what I mean? He doesn't want to see his kid doing all these drugs, but he knew I was doing them because I told him, you know what I mean? Yeah. My mom's a little bit less uh, observant. She has uh, her own uh, mental illness, so she deals with hers, but she's not as observant as my dad is or my brother is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which kind of makes me feel bad because it's like I'm hiding something from my mom but like she asked me like what are you taking once and I told her I was like I'm taking Xanax like I, I didn't lie you know what I mean mm-hmm. there's no point in lying like like if I tell her something then my dad's gonna tell her this is bullshit that's not what he's taking right you know what I mean yeah so right now like I, I don't have any Xanax I don't have any I just have my uh, regular uh, medication, so I'm trying to stick to that. Hell but, yeah. And then mean, like... Yo, don't do Xanax. Stick to it, man, for real. Like, and, you know, at least, you you know, you open, you're telling people the right thing about it. You're telling people the right part of the story, you know what I mean? So... I try, man. Yeah. It's a thousand percent. All right, so we both talked about our mental health issues that we face i asked you you asked me you turned the table on me i tried you know what i mean it worked <laughs> but uh what do you think in general is missing in the, in mental health like uh support wise um uh, i mean you know well in canada we definitely should be focusing more on the youth the youngins you know what i'm saying like, a lot of a lot of kids the very young like 10 12 are killing themselves man man just yeah i would say 16 and under you know what i mean like it's a as an adult we we do have places we can go you know what i mean therapy or you can go talk to somebody i'm not sure if the kids got I, somebody like that i feel like we the adult should be looking out for the kids more you know what i mean yeah that's even if you don't know them like if you see a kid walking down the street and he looks upset or something you know what i mean that's exactly he what could i be was... walking to a bridge to fucking just jump up you know what i mean yeah like just more compassion in that and nature. i'm i'm not trying to be crude or nothing i'm just saying that that that's what happened man people tend to do things on an impulse yeah and you could be the person that like you know you could be a person that changes the whole day and that you know what I've, i mean i've had those thoughts myself man nobody deserves to have those thoughts man you shouldn't want to not be here but sometimes it's 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 too much Mm -hmm. but like you know what i mean like someone might think it someone might plan it but they might not execute it you know what i mean yeah of course but definitely i agree with the youth i think there should be more support for the youth yeah i think there should be i actually think there should be a new medical center for youth itself for uh different types of mental illnesses mental health kids get therapy you know what i mean yeah because when they're young and and they're acting up at home or something the parents bring them to a therapist mm. and all they do is show them a picture they're like what's this 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think know. yeah, like our our free healthcare should extend to like shit like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if it's therapy and you're Car- free, Canada's yeah. fire already, and that like they're doing good in the free. You know, we we're we're better than a lot of countries, but we could definitely uh you know step it up in that nature too. You know what I mean? Because Canada got a little bit of undertone, like an undertone of problems that they try to like turn the cheek on and look a different way. You know what I mean? Like the Aboriginal thing. Yeah, that's another one. That's a that huge, thing makes me sick, man. That's a huge. That's a huge one right there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you right. know that communities over there. You know what I mean? They need to. They need to step in and try to like you know at least like you said maybe put centers or something where it's more resources where you know people could just talk to people. Exactly. Meet people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, I was trying to go to the city hall with a business plan to open a new art center like you remember chance the rapper made all his music in the chicago library yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. like why don't we have something like that yeah why can't we have kids going into a studio doing their dream and their passion yeah instead of sitting at home thinking of themselves and thinking the worst you know what i mean yeah or just they could have a hobby and not even know it they could be the best rapper in the city and not even know it because yeah. i've seen some new rappers that have come to the city and they're and they're dope you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah and uh like i have a dude who moved here from ireland his name's steph lyon he's dope he does he does drill music nice but like he does it he does it he sounds like pop smoke you know what I mean? He has that voice. Mm-hmm. He hates being told that, but it's a fact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not your fault. Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely Steph Lyon. He had a dope track. His new track, Jet Ski, is dope. So, are you basically just recording at Quest now? Uh, no, not even. I'm. I'm still usually I self-record a lot of the rap. I mean, I like recording. I haven't been to, to Dreamland to record any to pieces yet, but um. I usually record with Kamali. I like Kamali Jordan, and I'm at the uh, House of Ensemble downtown a lot. And shouts to City Fidelia because he's doing something with the kids. He's doing like a program right now. They got a, a program called, uh, it's like a six month program that they're doing down there. And they got like six different artists. And uh, yeah, it's dope. Like they're uh, they're doing, they're like doing kind of like what we're doing with the artistry, kind of like what we were saying with the chance to rap. So I think certain people, it's funny, like the artists are now trying to do that, you know, like the the government like they're making they're linking up with the mayors and the city halls and trying to do that so he's one of the first artists that i know that's doing something you know towards the like the younger kids and stuff like that so shouts to him and um yeah man you know i I record with anybody if it's if it's a good vibe and it's good music and it's gonna help ottawa get on the map to where we need to be i'm I'm gonna be i'm gonna be ready to do it for people i definitely want to bring that business plan for the, another art center to be in the city hall because like the youth need it. I mean, anybody could use it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. You gotta, you gotta obviously be fair with the time. Let someone else record. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think it would be good for the youth. I think it would, I think it would build the youth stronger, and I think it would, I think it would make them understand that you don't have to be in a, in in one click. Mm-hmm. You know, because I find Ottawa has a lot of clicks. You know, they try to keep to themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. true. I don't blame them either. Like, mm-hmm. they want to keep to themselves and shit. But 
how are you supposed to network and like extend that olive branch if, if you're you just not staying gonna, to yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah. In Ottawa, there's a and lot that's, of. That's why I've always liked you and DJ Mezzi because, like, like if I was working with you, I was basically working with DJ Mezzi because sure. you guys were like oh, together we're running the all same. the time. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, for sure, man. And that's the thing, like, I, yeah, like, don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone and work with people. You know what I mean? Uh, you might get the results you never even thought you'd get. You know what I mean? And that's how I got, like I said, even the album with Quest or album with anybody is just like not being afraid to try a new sound and, and you know, not care about what uh, people are going to say. Because usually they're going to they're congratulate you after. You know what I mean? They're never going to congratulate you before when you're trying to get to the to the finish line. You know what I mean? But by the time you're around the finish line and they see what you were you were cooking up and, and fully, you know, fully doing, you know, then then that's when the it's a goal. It's like a win-win situation. So, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel you on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, you think if we ever got that art center I'm talking about to happen, that you would participate in it? A hundred percent. Yeah, I would. I would. I'd come down there and you could open teach a, a pop-up shop, bro. <laughs> yeah, teach a class. Actually, you know yeah. Wordsworth. Of course. Well, I had him on uh, season one, yeah. episode ten. That was the, that was a dope episode. I, I listened to that one. Probably. Yeah, and uh, he was talking about how he's teaching now and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And he yeah. said after we uh, hung up and stopped doing the recording, we spoke and we were talking. And he said like, if you end up having an art center or something like that, let me know, mm. and I'll come and I'll do a workshop. Yeah. So, you I know, think that's like, what I'm gonna get into. That's dope. Like, yeah. to have Wordsworth just offer to come to Ottawa. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's love. You know, I mean, you building those connections, you making those connections just off the podcast. Yeah, and like so. Master Ace is coming on this season. Like, dope. Well, I'm happy to be a part of this. You know. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you. I'm glad you're finally here. Thank you. And uh, all right, I think I think I'm gonna drop it on him. I'm gonna make him spit a verse. Oh word! All right, let's do it. Let's Let, do it. Let's let's get you like close to the mic. All right, cool. All right, so we got a first time thing on the show. We got Bobby Brugal about to drop a freestyle for us. So let me get ready with my camera. I'm gonna film him, and then we're about to get it done. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I ain't right in a minute. Been taking care of business. A tent hut of hope, but this ain't no scrimmage. I've been feeling timid. They've been feeling living. I've been wearing black, wearing black, the windows tinted. Feeling like Sazy Graveyard Poppy. I've been digging, feeling like Aubrey in the six. Catch me winning. Got O's on the bucket hat, like Cal Ripken. 20 piece get you to an island, baby, no restrictions. I ain't gonna lie, this whole pandemic shit had me tripping. Bad chickens like scissor. Yeah, I'ma hit different. Flow unforgiving. Draped like his curtains linen. Went from managing kicks straight to the Zaza pitching. Now I need seven figures. Cause I'm God figures. I don't do the month, I don't do the five figures with the mere mortals. Open like portals, like yak. I'm an oracle. My G's all Jamaican. Get you Z like you Haitian. Roll you up. Gary Payton will evil every move. Gotta watch out for Satan. Wifey balling out. Yeah, yeah. That's a non Lathan. Jason Tatum for the Celtics. Leon needs some niggas getting taken. I don't give a fuck. Jason Statham. Oh, wait. Jason Tatum, Jason Statham, no debating on beats. I be one of the greatest, but nowadays everybody talking but your favorites. And I'm Lil Wayne on the greatest. I'm seeing green off my cadence. And they can't believe I made it because my mind racing. 
oh my God, yeah, this shit is so foul, fragrant. And I'm feeling like me, cause I've been dream chasing, I've been racing freestyle, real, and it's Bobby Bugal, Castro Crosby on the line. Yeah. My God, Castro Crosby. Every past time, life. Triple B, past life to the next life. Shouts to Jay, you know. You're always gonna be Castro Crosby when you go. It's always love, man. Yo, 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 you know what it is? It's your boy Bobby Brugal. Castro Crosby, you know the vibes. And this is the new video or news record with Dip Black. There's a video for it on YouTube. We just dropped like two weeks ago. This is uh, Bobby Brugal featuring Dip Black, Juice the Game off of Next World, the album on all platforms. Go get that. Shouts to On the Line with Jay. That's been On the Line with episode five, season two with Bobby Brugal. I hope everybody enjoyed. All the listeners, all my new listeners, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Just a game, 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 Juice the game, throw them up the roof with the flow. Nuts over butter rim when I make a movie. Niggas try to switch it up, but still can't move me. Brugavella in the Illuminati. It happened overnight. I woke up in the new Bugatti. OT dark like Memphis, better check the census. Jukin' sipping Texas. Them shootings getting senseless. Them young boys jumping over fences. Keeping positive, COVID, we testing positive. Somebody come and stop the shit. Smoking, trying to cop and shit. Made it OT Bob and shit. This shit ain't for TikTok kids. Grown as fuck. <laughs> Smoking big. Do doing what I gotta do. Feeling like Wale. Might just bring back them Nike boots. Just to take your life from you. I know how it feels when they trying to take the rights from you. OJ backstabbers, they just trying to put a knife in you. Juice the game, juice the game. They milk the swag, milk the swag. Hold the cash, now do the dance. Juice the game, juice the game. They milk the swag, milk the swag. Hold the cash, now do the dance. Juice the game, juice the game. They milk the swag, milk the swag. Hold the cash, now do the dance. Now juice the game, juice the game, they milk the swag, milk the swag, now hold the cash, now do the dance. Fly out to Jamaica, I'm not a faker, back with pack, color Laker, play I need a baker, they make this for the undertaker, I'm talking paper, killing shit on my day off, cancel the playoffs, in a rave, getting face off, feel like I'm Ray Charles, did the dance on the seance, she love my cadence, y'all
blunt, got him staying what like little Jonathan. What the fuck? Now she wanna fuck Mrs. Robinson. Copy what? This that hockey puck, I'm in that box again. I'm in that mode, I got that code, I got that chick 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 on roll. Forgot that chick 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 on low. Fuck my click, get lit like gold. Hit up my lick like bitch, I'm told. Pick up my wrist like bitch, I'm cold. Looking like bitch, you wish you rolled. Looking like bitch, your shit's on hold. Don't make no sound. Get loud, my drip on drown. Don't need no cup to get that crown. Don't need no cup to get that crown. I just might buck another round, y'all. Riding with that 40 nigga. Y'all gon' need a 40 nigga. I am not a shorty nigga. If you're a bitch, then bring your shorty with you. <laughs>